Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Just before we go to David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, I want to read a text here that has come in from former defenseman Mark regarding uh, Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews for Hart. He's got 16 less points than McDavid, but 16 more goals than McDavid. However, he's only got five more goals than Settle, and Settle has eight more power play goals than Matthews. That said, if we're talking about giving somebody the Hart trophy based on goals, shouldn't it be uh, far and away from the pack? Matthews hasn't done that. Matthews has feasted on cellar dwellers, which make up the bottom half of the teams in the Eastern Conference. I can only imagine how many points McDavid would have had if the Oilers played in the East. Aren't the bottom three worst defensive teams in the Eastern Conference? There is no question, says former defenseman Mark. As it stands, McDavid is a front runner. Huberto should also have strong consideration. Of course, Matthews can be on the list, but unless he rattles off another half dozen goals, not a chance for Hart uh, in my books. Um, the only problem with that is the orders have not played well against some of those cellar uh, dwellers at the bottom. Um, by the way, Austin Matthews has played 75% of his time this year with Michael Bunning and 72% of his time with uh, Mitch Marner. And Mitch Marner is basically a 100-point player. The forward that McDavid has played the most with, 5-on-5, five five, has been Yessa Pugliarvi. Uh, Dry Settle is, I think off the top of my head, the fourth most uh, played the fourth most minutes with McDavid amongst the forwards. So... At, at about 25% of the five of five times. So in the past, we used to you know, hear, well, the year Drysaddle was up for the heart, and people were like, well, he benefits from playing with McDavid. There's no question that's the truth. Well, guess what? Mitch Marner, 72% of the even strength time with Austin Matthews. That's a factor as well. Austin Matthews is a great player. I, I got news for I don't vote for it. I think Austin's going to get it. I really do. Uh, let's go to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, and we welcome back to the show from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples from the Edmonton Journal. David, how are you? I am great, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Uh, just had Wayne Gretzky on the show, and yeah, so uh, you uh, you know he's te- he's leading off hit for you. So make sure you drive her home here. Uh, Tim to second, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so one of the questions I asked because we're getting people saying the Oilers should shut down Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle for the next couple games. Uh, Wayne's of the belief that they should play. It says you don't have to play them 26, 27 minutes, but they need to con- uh, they play. I think those guys personally. My guess is. 
guys, unless they were dealing with a significant injury, they'd want to play. Like, unless they're playing. And one of the guys might be playing through a little bit of a tweak right now. But what would you do in that situation if you were the Oilers? Well, you'd, I think you'd go to the players. If they want to play, you play them. And I think that Wayne Gretzky knows the elite mindset better than, than I do and and uh, most fans do. So if Wayne's thinking, you know, if, if anyone's going to mind read Connor McDavid and said, you, you know, does he want to play? I think it's Wayne Gretzky. So, and, you know, just from a fan perspective, perspective, he is in the running for the Hart Trophy. He's also in the running for the Stanley Cup, but he could get injured. So there's you're weighing that. But, you know, he's, these players play games all the time. They don't get injured. And um, if he if he puts up, let's say he gets a 10-point lead on Huberto by the end or 15 points, that would well, be spectacular, 15 points a lead. But uh, if he builds up that lead, he's got that much more chance of winning the Hart Trophy, which I think, Bob, he should be, like, personally – hands-down winner, Connor McDavid. We see this in the NHLPA ESPN poll that's out today where the, where the players themselves are saying, like, who, who's the player that you'd most likely want to have at your side? And I don't know if you referenced this earlier in the... In the I uh, did not, no. Okay, so who's the player that you, you most likely would want to uh, be on the ice with you if you had to win one game? So it's hands-down landslide. 42.4% of the vote went to Connor McDavid. Next best, Sidney Crosby. 17.3, then Victor Hedman, 6.7, Alexander Barkov, 3.5, and Nathan McKinnon, 3.3. And so these are the players themselves playing every game. They know, Bob. They know. And they guess who isn't in the top five on that list? Every other player this year who was listed as a Hart Trophy candidate, including Austin Matthews, Roman Yossi, Johnny Gaudreau, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Leon Dreisaitl. So all of those players... Obviously, we watch Leon Dreisaitl every game. We know what a fantastic player he is. But in the eyes of his peers in the NHL, it isn't that close. Connor McDavid is hands down the best player in the NHL, according to the players. You look at his numbers. This is his best season. We track at the Cult of Hockey two-way play, how he does at even strength. He has, he has improved almost every single year, except for 2017 to 2019, as a two-way player. And this year, the last two years, has been his bo- mo- most dominant by far at even strength. And this year, the best. He has never been better as a two-way player this year, according to our analysis. Bobby's getting better. He's the best player in the world. He should win the MVP. Uh, well, that's a very convincing argument you made. By the way, just in terms of goals against, five of the six worst teams in the NHL giving up the most goals against. Montreal, 3.9. Detroit has been horrendous. Horrendous in the second half of the year. I know they got 31 wins. They have been brutal. They're at 3.79 goals against per game. Arizona, 3.78. New Jersey at 3.64. Columbus at 3.63. And Philadelphia at 3.58. Here's the irony. So five of the worst six defensive teams in the NHL based on goals against are in the East. Montreal beat the Oilers. Detroit won in uh, Detroit. Uh, New Jersey beat the Oilers in New Jersey. Columbus beat the Oilers in Columbus. And Philadelphia, Carter Hart stole a game here in Edmonton when the Oilers got off to the 16-5 start. So, but... I have a theory on this, David. Everybody gets up to play. You, you, you can beat. You know what? The orders don't. The orders got up to play against the teams at the higher end of the Eastern Conference. They played great in the two games against Tampa Bay. Yeah. And, right? They played really good against Washington. They beat Pittsburgh 5-2 and 5-1. That's who Edmonton got geared up. They're not. And, and I know we got Canadians fans out there. They weren't geared up. 
to play Montreal. Both They pounded the Canadians the one time. They could have beaten them 10-1 in Montreal in that game. They ended up winning like 7-1 or 7-2 or whatever it was. And, and it, but it does. This has been a strange year, David. Like, the, you got eight really 800 point teams in the East, and eight teams that have been out of it since Christmas, and they were trading away players, and their teams got weaker as the seasons went on, and that allowed the scores of the East to put up better numbers. And I wonder, former defenseman Mark made a good point, and I'd actually like, I don't know if you, if anyone's run the numbers on how many, what percentage of goals Matthews has, like what goals per game against those eight-week teams in the East as compared to his other games. That would be interesting to know if, in fact, he has feasted on them or not. And, and, it's, and until you run the numbers, you don't know. Now, and again, Austin Matthews is a fantastic hockey player. Yes, he is. Yeah, so I'm not, if he wins, I'm going to be sour about it, but I'm also going to, like, I'll, I'll, it's not the end of the world. You know, in the 1980s, the Oilers constantly got, uh, what's a polite word for it, overlooked. That's a very polite Except word. Except the guy that we just had on the show before you won eight straight heart trophies with the Oilers. He did. Paul Coffey, I think, was the best defenseman a couple times and didn't get recognized for it. But uh, Okay. Anyway, uh, it's happened. It happens now and then in hockey. I think it. I think it happened that year. Taylor Hall won the MVP. Taylor Hall was not the MVP, the best player in the NHL. It was Connor McDavid that year. He should have won it that year. He's the best player this year. So we'll see what happens. But again, it's you know most important. I, I mean, if you could ask Connor McDavid what he wants, I'm think I'm sure he's picking the award that says Conn Smythe, not Hart. And yes. I think all Oilers fans would say the same thing. I mean, that's what that's what we we really crave. This is just a debate for this week. You know, it all gets going next week. All right. So. Um... Uh, in Pittsburgh last night, head-to-head against Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid puts up back-to-back one-goal, four-point performances. He was plus five at Edmonton in the summer. Pittsburgh outplayed Edmonton in that game. Now, the Oilers did not have Nurse, CeCe, or Keith for that game against Pittsburgh on December the 1st. They didn't have Darnell Nurse last night. Pittsburgh had a healthy lineup. David, it wasn't close. The Oilers were quicker, more explosive team. Pittsburgh looked flat. Edmonton's won 17 now of their last 23 games. You know, the Penguins have only, uh, they've been taking on some water for a while. But was that a message that Connor McDavid maybe sent? Uh, uh, was that, did Connor McDavid uh, send a message to? Uh, I, I, I just, it, it has to do with the event that I just interrupted somebody with so he could join us. Oh, Anyhow, I digress. Okay. Uh, did Connor McDavid send a message even last night in the game against Pittsburgh? The owner has been sending a message ever since Jay Woodcroft took over, haven't they? And it's been—it's just a repeated pounding drum. Like this is a this is a great team right now. It's a great team in the NHL. It's one of the top five teams in the NHL since Woodcroft took over. And Bob, I was just like the overall skill of this team is starting to come through. We always wondered how Connor McDavid would do if he had consistently had outstanding wingers, and then he had Leon Draisaitl on another line taking some of the heat off him, right? Like how, you know they can't just focus on Connor; they got to focus on Leon. Well, we're seeing this right now when he's with Yamamoto and Kane, two really skilled players. He's got a, that line as a 65% goals for percentage, which is which is elite, which is among the best in the NHL. When Connor McDavid is with Yesapuliarvi and Evander Kane, they have a 90% goals for percentage, nine goals for one goal, one goal against, or it's ten and one, whatever that is. Anyway, yeah, nine and one. So he he's finally getting some wingers who can really play hockey, and Evander Kane is on a super hot. Uh, shooting streak right now. He's shooting 15%. His career average is 9%. Uh, he might not stay this hot, but man, he has been fantastic with Connor McDavid. We're seeing, we're finally seeing the Edmonton Oilers with, with 
two scoring lines and then a third line that works and a fourth line that kind of works. And the other player who stood out for me, I don't know about you, but I thought Evan Bouchard, he was so confident with the puck. He was so good with the puck last game. And it's not just because he, he, you know, got a, got a goal and then got one called back, but I've never seen him snap diagonal dart passes like that um, across the ice consistently. He just was moving it so well. And that's, he's a rookie and rookies gain confidence. And that's what it looked like. He just take, took his game to a different level than I'd seen him play in the NHL. And, uh, that's entirely encouraging. Sportsnet Stats, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Sportsnet Stats has just put out a tweet. Mike Smith improved to 9-0-0 with a 1.66 goals against average and a 9.51 save percentage in his last nine starts. Tying Jacques Plant in 1970-71 for the longest win streak by a goaltender aged 40 or older. Only Grant Fear. That's an NHL history. So Mike Smith has tied a record that Jacques Plant, that's the last time you'll hear the name Mike Smith and Jacques Plant the same sentence together, but he's tied a record at 40. Only Grant Fear has had a longer winning streak with the Oilers. He won 10 straight games back in 85-86. Hey, is Ken, and Kurt Levins referenced it in his uh, uh, Nine Thoughts piece on Sunday, David. He wrote a piece about how Ken Holland's patience and, you know, all along he wanted to see what happened when his goaltending got healthy. Well, I, I can tell you, I personally did not believe that what we're seeing out of Mike Smith was feasible. It's unbelievable. Like, he's off the charts right now. I think everyone's doing the mea culpa on Mike Smith, saying there's no way he was going to come around like this. And Because and, just, you know, 95% of Oilers fans, if not more than that, didn't think he was going to come around, and they wanted the Oilers to go with Jeff Skinner. No, no, good for Kurt. Good for Kurt having the guts. Like, Kurt stood up for Ken Holland all the way along. And if, if he's... Uh, pounding that drum a little harder on the weekend, he deserves to because he, he, Kurt took a ton of heat for standing up for Ken Holland and uh, sticking by some of the decisions that Holland made. But they are turning out one after another. I mean, Hyman, the Hyman signing, the CC signing, doing the work that Duncan he did to Keith, get a bad Duncan, Duncan Keith playing well. Like Duncan Keith and Evan Bouchard, they finally that that pairing like it really works. And what a good player for Bouchard to play with, you know, just to speed up. His, Do you listen his, to the show, David? I yeah, I was calling yeah, for it for months. Today, in the fall, I was like, would you just play Keith and Bouchard? Why are we playing Keith and CeCe together? Play Keith with Bouchard, play Nurse with CeCe, and go from there. I couldn't understand it. Didn't make any sense. Uh, Duncan Keith's plus 11 in his last five. Remember they went minus four and minus three in the game in Minnesota? The last six games, Keith has been tremendous, David. Sorry for interrupting, but I just... Oh, that's okay. And he's... and he 2,000 block shots, Bob. I don't know the last time you blocked a shot, but that hurts. And it's, that's even Never. if it's a beer league shot. <laughs> it's Never. Shot, it hurts like yak. I can't imagine blocking 2,000 NHL shots and still playing the... Like, how can he do that? He is an absolute physical specimen machine. And he... When you, you know, when you go to the games, when you see him live, he is so fast and he's skittering around the ice with such speed. And he gets the puck on his stick, bam, he makes a good pass. He still has that in his game. Yes, he can get uh, make defensive mistakes, get overpowered now and then in his own zone, and, and we still don't know how Keith and Bouchard will do against a really hard forechecking hard forechecking team in the playoffs. But we'll see. We're going to see that. It's going to be exciting, and sometimes, sometimes uh, scissors can beat rock. I think we'll see well, what happens. So, and I think that's what. Scissors. I think that's what Oilers fan like. We all want it. We want Edmonton to beat LA, and it's going to be tough. And I got tremendous respect for Todd McClellan and Wayne. Reference: They don't have uh, Drew Doughty. It's a huge loss for the Kings, but the Kings do have Kopitar 
and uh, they do have Philip Deneau. So they have strength down the middle, and they got good goaltending. So it's not going to be an easy series for Edmonton. Like, th- that's going to be a tough series. But how awesome, paper versus scissors versus rock, how awesome would it be <laughs> the Oilers and the Calgary Flames around too? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm so hoping we see that. And you know who else the Kings have, Bob? Is that Dursey kid? He is a fantastic, smart hockey player. Like, yeah. Toronto um, gave up a lot when they gave up Sean Dursey. He has really worked out. Um, but yeah, the Flames against the Oilers, you, you've lived it. Mark Spector's written a book about it. I've lived it. We've all seen it. Man, I, it would be a dream come true to see that series again. And it, we've waited too long for it, way too long for that kind of hockey series. This this province is going to be, it's going to burn down the province when that happens. I can't wait to see it. I, can, I can't wait. But anyway, for, as t- as Jay Woodcroft would say, they got to beat the, uh, one day at a time, they got to beat the LA Kings first. No, he'd tell you they got to beat San Jose and then they got to beat Vancouver. In fact, he just say we got to focus on San Jose. All right, so we've established it's up to the players to play those final two games. Wouldn't surprise me if Broberg ends up maybe coming up, getting an opportunity to play here. We'll have to wait and see on that front. Uh, the Oilers only with six healthy defensemen. Darnell Nurse's health is a huge return. David, I know you monitor scoring chances for and against all that. How dramatically better is Edmonton's 5v5 play under Jay Woodcroft? It's uh, it's one full grade A shot a game, which is significant. Like they've gone from, I think it's like, I don't know, it's just just one a game, and they get about fourteen four and twelve against before, and now they're getting fifteen and twelve. So their their defense is somewhat similar, and that's not the even strength number. That's the overall number at even strength, Bob. I should I need to correct myself. It's about two a game. So they're down a little bit on special teams actually, but they are up at even strength about two grade A shots a game, one and a half, two grade A shots a game under Jay Woodcroft, and. And as people say, you win and lose with even strength play in the playoffs. That is often the case. It's absolutely critical. And they just they just make sense. They have they have lines that function. They have defense pairings that function. He's figured it out. He's benefited from having Evander Kane in the lineup, which has made everything easier. But he has also figured it out. So um, full credit to Woodcroft. And you can see it in the microstats, in that kind of analysis. It's coming out in the numbers. Well, you heard. I, I don't know if you heard the interview with Wayne. I know you're tied up today, but Wayne basically said. Jay was prepping for this opportunity months in advance, like he was he was getting ready, and I think we've seen that ultimately. That's the advantage when you bring up a guy from your own system that grows organically, David, that has coached, in, in Jay's case, you know, David Dreisaitl, uh, Newton Hopkins, and Darnell Nurse at the NHL level, but also coached several of the players at the AHL level. He knows what some of those players can do and where they can go to. I think it allowed for a quicker transition and a chance for the Oilers to get better right away, and I think we've ultimately see that come to fruition could it be bob this is going to be the most controversial thing i say today could it be that ken holland has a clue that he knows what he's doing being patient promoting from within that, that he made that the motto of his organization and he actually was on to something is that is that too shocking to, to say in public <laughs> well we still have people upset that the orders traded ethan bear for warren fogel could you imagine if carolina carolina has cap issues could you imagine if they don't qualify bear this year Oh well, it's a possibility. I guess he's he is playing in the bottom six there, and and um, you know you you never know. He's I can't remember what is his contract two million a year. Two million a year, so he yeah. he would need a raise, ten percent raise, which would take him to two point two million. I think they find a way to get it done there, but he's basically played third pairing. And Fogel's been a third liner. Like Fogel's got uh, I think eleven even strength goals, and he's seen virtually no power play time. It's you know what. 
it's hard to get double digit goals if you're not on the power play. It's that simple. So he is what he is, and he isn't he hasn't killed it here at Edmonton, but he's well, part he's of what's solid. There we go. He's, he's been, been solid. solid at even strength, Bob. Like he really he really is a fine two way player. Like Warren Fogle. Not that Ethan Bear wasn't, so was Ethan Bear as a defenseman on the yeah. he, and he got it done, you know, last year and the year before. But Warren Fogle is is as good a performer on defense on the wing as Ethan Bear was on defense. All right, great stuff, David. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Bob. From the cult of hockey, that is David Staples. It is 12.52 in Edmonton. We'll come back with NHL today, but not before I tell you that guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roots Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roots Chris Steakhouse. Roots Chris is open Wednesdays through uh, Sunday, 5 to 10 p.m. You can tell Brendan and Chris that Oilers now sent you. When we come back, NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing and the orders. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. This is Oilers Now. It's 1253 in Edmonton. All right, let's get to uh, NHL today at 1255 in Edmonton. It is presented daily by our friends Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and we bring aboard Brendan Escott. Hello, Brendan. Hey, Vegas needs a win in Chicago to stay alive in this playoff race. And they'll need a little bit of help from Arizona as well. They play the Stars in Dallas tonight. Golden Knights trying to leapfrog either Dallas or Nashville into the postseason, but they'll basically have to win out and, again, get a little help elsewhere. NHLPA's player poll results are out, and uh, Connor McTavid named the winner of uh, if you need to win one game, who's the one skater you would want on your team? He had 42% of that vote. Leon Dreisaitl, the league's best passer, 17.7% of that vote. Andre Kuzmenko, a popular commodity, as we know, is his deal in Russia is set to expire. There reported 20 teams hoping to meet with the 26-year-old to court his services. He was uh, well over a point per game in the KHL this year. It was another successful KHL season. Bakersfield uh, fell 4-2 in Abbotsford last night in the penultimate regular season game. Uh, they'll be back home to entertain Stockton in the finale on Saturday. And Jalen Leipin, three points. Caden Gooley, a goal and an assist. The Oil Kings beat Lethbridge 4-1 to one on the road. Stretched that series lead to 3 nothing in round one of the playoffs. All right, uh, we're going to do our injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the team, and James H. Brown, they're the best. They get you the best results. And we're going to actually combine the NHL and the American Hockey League for the Edmonton Oilers organization. Of course, as we all know, Darnell Nurse out, uh, lower body issue. The hope is he can play game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the LA Kings. Yes, Apolliarby had a non-COVID illness. I think the hope is that he will play one of these final two regular season games. There are tickets available for these games at edmontonoilers.com. 
and uh, Josh Archibald was not available, obviously, to travel due to uh, being unvaccinated. I think he might get into one of these two final games as well. Now, I said I was going to combine the two. Um, because of the situation with Darnell Nurse, I'm going to... 99 point, well, we have Wayne, Wayne Gretzky on the show today, so 99% guarantee you that Philip Roberg is coming up. Uh, he's played the last three games for the Bakersfield Condors. He missed several time, several uh, weeks of action uh, with a lower body challenge, but uh, he's back, and uh, he's going to be, I, I, if he's coming up, he's coming up to play. You might see the Oilers going one of the two games with seven defensemen. This is what they're dealing with down in Bakersfield right now. So Samarukov and Lavoie, to you know, a second rounder in Lavoie, third rounder in Samarukov, Lavoie forward, Samarukov a defenseman. They're out for a while. The Oilers also don't have Brendan Perlini. He hasn't started skating. Uh, started skating since getting a concussion. He had 11 goals and 18 points in 18 games. Marcus Niemelainen is out, awaiting further test results. Uh, Dylan Holloway is close to returning. Uh, had a Charlie horse. Colton Sevier got concussed last night, and uh, DeHarnay uh, got knocked out of the game last night with a Charlie horse as well. So they've got a lot of injuries currently down in Bakersfield as well. So it's a complete rundown of the NHL and the AHL situation uh, for both the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Bakersfield Connors. Uh, coming up in the second hour of the show, of course, we had Wayne Gretzky. And David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, hour number one. Hour number two, our NHL insider from Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon. And courtesy of Mid-City Construction Management, Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey and Rogers at 135. In the meantime and in between time, to paraphrase uh, one of the great wrestling uh, broadcasters, Ed Whalen, the late, great Ed Whalen, uh, we're going to go off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, and we'll be back with John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.